Break It Down, Make It Better is a series of events aimed at producing educational programming, discussions, and professional development opportunities for artists, musicians, and curators in our community and region. These programs are presented through a partnership with Dwelling Place, Art Prize, and Creative Many Michigan. My name is Heather Duffy. I am so excited to be here for a brand new series on an old new series. Um, we are here in the WGVU public media radio station recording in their studio, and we're very happy to be here. I am here with Zachary Trebellis and with Katie Moore, and I am going to let them both introduce themselves as they are very capable, wonderful people who I'm so excited to be here with today. Thank you, Heather. I'm excited to be here, too. So as Heather said, I'm Katie Moore. I'm Exhibitions Manager for Art Prize, and I'm also a local artist that's been in the community for eight years now. Um, and then I've been working on Break It Down for the past four years. And I'm, like you said, Zachary Trebellis. I'm an Avenue for the Arts board member and also like a local artist and musician. Um, I've been attending Break It Down, Make It Better for a few years and have uh, started to help out with the planning of it uh, this year. A little bit about myself because it occurs to me I did not say anything except my name and where we are. Uh, I am an artist and curator from the Mississippi Gulf Coast, which is what every bio I ever write says. So I will say it to you. And it also explains my weird accent. I helped to start Break It Down, Make It Better in the beginning and participated for several years and love the program and the people who make it what it is and what it has been. And I'm really happy that we are able to evolve for potentially for one time only um, that format to be a podcast that takes a wonderful IRL conference that serves artists and makers and curators and organizers and documenters um, and turning that into a listening series for 2019. I know that we are going to talk a little bit about the history of Break It Down, Make It Better. But before we do, I love to ask this question, and sometimes people don't like it. So if you don't like it, just make a face at me. <laughs> what do you think Break It Down, Make It Better is? Like, what is it to you? For me, it's always been an opportunity um, for the whole creative community in West Michigan to come together and talk about relevant issues. And so... Uh, we put out a call each year for what people want to talk about, and then that is what we talk about and what the panels and the roundtables um, and speakers speak to. And it's also just been a great opportunity to meet everyone in the community um, that attends the event. And so there's always new people and new connections being made, and I think that was really one of the most beautiful parts of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that sums up a lot of it. I always jokingly tell people it's the cheapest art conference you'll ever get to attend. <laughs> yeah. So affordable. Uh, having moved here from Chicago, Chicago, it, to me, it's like um, our version of, I think, what was called the Chicago Resource Fair. Um, and so it's like this one day where you can learn so much so quickly um, and meet a lot of people you need to meet. So I've always looked forward to it every year because of that. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate both of you talking about it. I think that it's really important to think about what things are and how people use them and what they're becoming, not just to think about where they were or why they were created or how they operated um, at their founding. And so it's good to hear, I think, from people who have experienced this conference and this gathering in different years in different ways from perspectives of attendee and conference organizer. 
When we started Break It Down, Make It Better in 2014, the avenue for the arts and Art Prize and UICA all came together to work on this day-long conference that was meant to be a gathering of people and resources and tools needed by artists and makers and curators and organizers and people who were interested in getting involved and making shows, but also making a life out of art making and studio practice or non-studio as the case may be. So we were thinking about how to give people access to the information that lives within our community, how to give people a point of entry to practicing as an artist or um, in some sort of creative capacity. And, and we thought about what needs to happen within a toolkit. Like, how would we build a show? Well, what all is on a gallery cart? Like, that was part of how we first thought about this conference is like, if you are going to make a gallery show, what all goes on a gallery cart? Like, is it a drill and a level or like, also tape, and you know, all of like really, really brass tacks stuff mm-hmm. that is a resource that I think a lot of people take for granted when they have been practicing in a professional or semi-professional way with a lot of resources for mm-hmm. a long time. So I'm excited that it has evolved so much since then. That day-long conference at the beginning had performance artists and gallerists and curators and people who were makers, people who ran spaces that were traditional and non-traditional, people who were just doing the best at marketing and at social media, which was different in 2014 than it is now in 2019. And it will be different again next year, I'm sure. It was also really incredible to see people at so many different stages of life. I remember one of the questions that I did not relate to in my own personal situation five years ago, but I do now, was asked to artists who are parents, like how do they balance their art making process and practice and their career and also parenting. So it's it's information, I think, that we will present through this podcast and that has been presented throughout conferences that is turn and burn advice you can use right now or that you might put in your back pocket and think about reaching out to the people who shared their resources um, mm-hmm. as you hit new stages of life. Do y'all want to add anything about like the history of the conference? Yeah, um, I've been really enjoyed watching, as you were saying, the themes like kind of shift over the years as like the years go by. There's different things that our community is worried about or wants to learn more about. And like it's a great way to see the evolution of us in West Michigan, um, especially like, after the election, like the themes that were coming out and like how we all came together and talked about like who we were as artists and what our roles were, I thought was incredible. Mm-hmm. And like to be able to fill that need and have that day to talk about these topics. Yeah, I did feel like there was a big identity shift across our country and and certainly that hits home on a micro level and in neighborhoods and within communities mm-hmm. and fields. And I one thing I don't really know about because I, th- I think this happened after um, I stopped being as active as I was, um, you know, like either wearing busy as a badge or just super pregnant or like my life took me somewhere else and I wasn't there <laughs> that day. Creative Many was a really big part mm-hmm. of planning and putting this on from some point where I was not there forward. And I just I feel like we should recognize them. And if, if you have anything to add about their incredible partnership and support for this event and for artists 
that's in our community, region, and state. I would love to hear that. Yeah, and they've been awesome. And we worked really closely with Joe Voss um, on the planning for a few years. And um, the resources they were able to pull over, especially like just introducing us to people in Kalamazoo and Detroit that we might not know because it's outside of the Grand Rapids community. And being able to bring those people here to network with us and share their stories and what they were doing and being able to cross the cities was really wonderful. There are so many people and spaces who have partnered with this event in the past that it would be the work of an intern. Should we get an intern right now and like see if they can name every person who's <laughs> yes. ever participated yes, in this intern. and thank them on a page? I would love that. If you are listening and were involved in a big way or a small way and we do not across this series of episodes manage to recognize you, just know that we see you and we recognize the work that you have done and we know that this little bitty podcast couldn't be here without that work and the great big conference could not be here without that work and it's been really important to our whole community so we see you and we appreciate you um even if we don't manage to say all of oh, the i gotta names. give a shout out to jen Schaub. there it is that's, <laughs> that one was gonna always be said but yeah. <laughs> but that's what made me think of like oh my gosh it was all the people all the people yeah. made this happen yeah so yeah, avenues always had a huge role which is yeah. wonderful speaking of this podcast not as the end but as an interim service in the evolution of Break It Down. Will you tell us a little bit about where Break It Down is going? Sure, yeah. Again, the current plan for Break It Down, Make It Better, is to hold it this coming February, which is when it's uh, traditionally been held in the dead of winter, when what else would you want to do but learn and meet people? Um, it's like an exciting... It's let's grow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, let's get out of the house. You have cabin fever. So it's, uh, yeah, we're planning on holding it in February... And yeah, we're excited for like a new partnership with Little Space Studio and they are a like creative co-working space um, along the avenue for the arts on division. So um, hopefully if people are excited about these upcoming episodes, and they feel like they're a good resource. We'll be like, and you can go in person or you can teach people something, you know, yourself in a uh, real space. So awesome. In the meantime, the internet is kind of a real space, and so days, yeah. we'll be based in the internet, like everyone I know. <laughs> yes. Here we are, in the internet. Will you, Katie, talk a little bit more about the process of forming content through the feedback and needs of participants and community members? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, we would put out a survey each year um, that would be like, well, what do you guys want to talk about? And then from that, we'd see patterns. Um, you see a lot of repeat things. Like there's just things that creatives need to know. Like, should I be a 501c3? I need legal advice. A lot of repeats. But then also, like I was, I was saying, a lot of just like really relevant topics to Grand Rapids. Like this year, one of the topics um, that would have happened was like, what's going on with the DAC? Like, because the community's curious. And what are yeah. you guys doing? Can you come talk to us about that? Um, so being able to pivot in that way and just address like what's right in front of us was really wonderful. I think the most amazing thing has been that when someone poses a question, there's always someone in the community that can come and talk about that. Like we have the resources here um, with all the creatives and professionals in West Michigan to be able to give a lecture on whatever is relevant. And it's wonderful to have that here. I love that everybody is so open and sharing with their knowledge and resources. And I love that that's true for presenters and mm -hmm. for the audience. And so something that we'll be doing throughout this series is making sure to invite you, our listener, to share resources that you have to share stories of success and failure. There are 
pockets of the internet where comments are welcome and you will be able to drop a link. But also our our partners are incredible about asking for real feedback. And so I assume that there will be a survey at the end of this podcast and we'll, we'll link to that or something like it so that uh, there are lots of ways to interact with this content and lots of ways to tell us, you know, this podcast was really helpful and I like to replay it and I learned a lot from these resources or like this podcast was the worst. It's only supposed to be a day long conference and never ever do that as a podcast again. Like we built this and continued this event in the way of making it useful to people. So if this is useful to you, tell us. If you have useful information on any of these themes, tell us and share it widely because we have an opportunity with this documentation to be an ongoing, far-reaching resource to a lot of people. I think we have talked a lot about who we have been and where we started and who we're going to be right now. And I would love to kind of think about what we specifically love most about sharing resources or about break it down, make it better specifically as a way to roll our thoughts together and open the door for all of the great content that's coming episode by episode. For me, especially with this podcast, I mean, it's an opportunity to learn and it's being presented by different people. So you're always going to learn something new. It could be the same topic, but two people present it. Um, it's something completely different a lot of the time. And so being able to like have everyone's voice in this, uh, at least for this series and then going forward, it's really exciting to hear what people have to say. Yeah. And I feel like with this podcast and with the conference itself, it really draws on the one strength of Grand Rapids is that we like our creative community is a tighter network. So I think that both digitally and then, you know, eventually physically, I think this is a good opportunity for people to to reach out to people they want to reach out to and to meet new people they might want to collaborate with or learn more from. I think that people should feel welcome to reach out to the people on this podcast if they have questions and then at the conference in, Fe- in February, just use that as an opportunity to like make those stronger connections mm-hmm. in our city. Definitely. Well, I love very much anytime when lots of people can come together and collaborate and contribute to making opportunities for other people, whether it's opportunities for representation or opportunities to join by doing. And so I think I'll always be really excited about that. But I am especially excited to have been invited to be part of the conference this year and to get to transition a lot of the really great work that was done on that conference that I did not do, disclaimer, Um, and (laughs) share it with a wide network. And here at WGVU, we are really excited excited to be a part of this as well and to get to share this great information with our wide network of listeners who many of them are arts lovers and arts makers as well. So um, thanks for including us and letting us host this content. It would be great to thank the people that have made Break It Down, Make It Better happen most recently, and that has been uh, Dwelling Place, also Creative Many, Art Prize, and Avenue for the Arts. And then also a big thank you to WGVU for hosting this podcast series, which is a new thing for us that I'm very excited about. Okay. Thanks so much for being here for our first ever episode of Break It Down, Make It Better, the podcast. Zachary Trebellis, local artist and Avenue for the Arts Board member, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you so much, Katie Moore, Exhibitions Manager for Art Prize and local artist. Thank you, Heather. It's been fun. All right. And my name is Heather Duffy. Thanks so much for being here with us today. The Break It Down, Make It Better podcast is presented in partnership with WGVU Public Media. 
Break It Down, Make It Better conversations are recorded in the WGVU Public Radio Studio. Episodes are produced by Rick Bierling and hosted by Heather Duffy. Episodes can be streamed at WGVU.org and wherever you find your podcasts. Nervously chatting and nodding into the microwave. You won't be able to hear the nods. What else do I need to say? I'm blushing. Just the microwave. Yeah, I did. Yes, yeah, true. I thought, I thought it was. A, I thought it was hilarious.